Hi, this is RJ Deacon. Again, reading some slip opinions going back before the start of the podcast just to get a library going here. Um, looking today at Hamer versus Neighborhood Housing Services of Chicago. That was argued October 10th, 2017, and decided November 8th, 2017. An appeal filing deadline prescribed by statute is considered jurisdictional, meaning that the late filing of appeal notice necessitates dismissal of the appeal. See Bowles v. Russell. In contrast, a time limit prescribed only in a court-made rule is not jurisdictional. It is a mandatory claim processing rule that may be waived or forfeited. This court and other forms have sometimes overlooked this critical distinction. See Reed Elzevert v. Munchnik. Petitioner Charmaine Hamer filed an employment discrimination suit against respondents. The district court granted respondents' motion for summary judgment, entering a final judgment on September 14, 2015. Before October 14, the date Hamer's notice of appeal was due, her attorneys filed a motion to withdraw as counsel and a motion for extension of the appeal filing deadline to give Hamer time to secure a new counsel. The district court granted both motions extending the deadline to December 14th, a two-month extension, even though the governing federal rule of appellate procedure, Rule 4A-5C, confines such extensions to 30 days. Concluding that Rule 4A-5C's time prescription is jurisdictional, the Court of Appeals dismissed Hamer's appeal. The Supreme Court held... The Court of Appeals erred in treating as jurisdictional rule 4A-5C's limitation on extension of time to file a notice of appeal. The 1948 version of 28 U.S.C. 2107 allowed extensions of time to file notice of appeal, not exceeding 30 days, upon, quote, a showing of excusable neglect based on failure of a party to learn of the entry of the judgment. But the statute said nothing about extensions when the judgment loser did not receive notice of the entry of judgment. In 1991, the statute was amended, broadening the class of prospective appellants who could gain extensions to include all who showed excusable neglect or good cause, and reducing the time prescription for appellants who lack notice of the entry of judgment from 30 to 14 days. 2107C, for other cases, the statute does not say how long an extension may run. Rule 4A5C, however, does prescribe a limit. Quote, no extension of time, of time for filing a notice of appeal may exceed 30 days after the prescribed time for filing a notice of appeal, or 14 days, after the date of the order granting the extension motion whichever is later. The court's precedent shapes a rule of decision that is both clear and easy to apply. If a time prescription governing the transfer of adjudicatory authority from one Article III court to another appears in a statute, the limitation is jurisdictional. Otherwise, the time specification fits within the claim processing category. In concluding, Otherwise, the Court of Appeals relied on Bowles. There, Bowles filed a notice of appeal outside 
a limitation set by Congress in 2107. This court held that as a result, the Court of Appeals lacked jurisdiction over this tardy appeal. 551 U.S. at 213. In conflating Rule 4A5C with 2107C here, the Seventh Circuit failed to grasp the distinction between jurisdictional appeal filing deadlines and deadlines stated only in mandatory claim processing rules. It therefore misapplied Bowles. Bowles' statement that the taking of an appeal within the prescribed time is mandatory and jurisdictional, 209, is a characterization left from days when the court was less than meticulous in using the term jurisdictional. Contract v. Ryan. The statement was correct in Bowles, where the time prescription was imposed by Congress, but it would be incorrect here, where only Rule 4A5C limits the length of the extension. Justice Ginsburg delivered the opinion for a unanimous court.